What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Well, then that's when they start panicking, you know? Even here, when like we've been in purple this whole time, but now everyone's freaked out about, you know, oh, they're going to riot in D.C. Even if they're not, the people here, the MAGA hat wearing people here are going to freak out, thinking right. that, okay, now's the time to act. Now's the time we've got to mobilize. You know, they're going to get, you know, they're going to... At the very least, start hoard shit. all the toilet paper. There ain't no shit. But so, gonna, yeah. I, before we get into this, and I, I'm really excited to get your post-election analysis and some hot takes on this. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know that we've got, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Like, there, there has never been, I feel like there's never been more going on. Or at least, Here, I've never been. Usually it's somewhere else. Right, you know, like exactly. Like with the Berlin Wall or, you know, we're bombing, carpet bombing Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, not, yeah. what, it, not what it sounds like. No. <laughs> carpet um, Pakistan, so, but. So, like, all this stuff is going on. We're going back into lockdown, which we've already been in. Um, we've been in purple this whole time. Trump is refusing to concede, saying that somehow he's going but to... But legally, nothing's going to happen. It's right. A, that's just a politeness. And he's never been polite. He's never had any manners. He's right. what we call nouveau riche. Like, his mm-hmm. daddy made fucking money. You know, so right. he has money. But he wasn't born... He's not fucking noble. He's not, you know, he doesn't have any no. fucking decency inside so yeah and i want to get all this in it but there's something that's been on my mind okay lately and it's there's been a couple of sleepless nights and i'm really hoping that you can help me me have it you can help me with this okay is bologna just a hot dog pancake and what is the difference between the two so have you ever seen like the bologna log if you go to like some like cost i don't know if costco has them but like it's i like think pepperidge pharmacy no it's like it looks like it's bologna but it's not sliced yet mm-hmm. it's basically just like a big you know it looks like it's a giant fucking hot dog no i don't think i know this yeah that's all it is they just take they just take this it's forced meat okay it's it's so they what take is it forced through it's forced through a mesh um, situation like when they make sausages and pates and all these things are called force meats because they take uh, a grinder, which is like a big um, what do you call like a like an auger you know kind of you know what an auger mm-hmm. is I don't know if everyone it's, so it's like a drill a spiral it's like, drill it's like a drill but it's like it's very wide uh, thread so it actually can either push down or pull like stuff through like an auger is designed like it doesn't just drill into the ground but it pushes the mud up. Like if you're drilling a well or something, mm-hmm. so it's like a big, but so this thing, then they, they put it sideways and they put it in a tube that just fits the edges of the auger. Right. And then at the end of that tube is a, like a, a little mesh thing, little holes in, in the sticks. All these pieces are thick metal. Mm-hmm. So the meat has nowhere to go and you mix it. Uh, fat, the fat ratio is going to tell you what kind of meat it is. If it's a high fat ratio, then it's going to be a sausage. If it's a low fat ratio, then you have ground beef. Right. But still, ground beef even has like the little white piece that still has fat in it. And then there's extra lean. So you're basically just controlling the amount of fat in there. 
Now, if it has really high fat content and you put a really small mesh situation on there and then you run it like two or three times, you can make like pate. And then like pate en croute, where you take the pate and you slather it inside of a, a pie crust kind of thing, inside a little terrine dish, like a, mm -hmm. little, um, like a square, like small lo loaf pan lined with uh, pie dough. And you pat that in there and maybe pour some aspic or some other stuff on there. And then you bake this thing off and it hardens and it cooks that pate. And then you slice that up lengthwise and serve it. Or you can like keep grinding this, basically this meat, grinding it down to like that really thin consistency, push it into some sausage casings and make hot dogs. So bologna is just trash big... pate? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> just slices of trash pate? Basically, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like <clears throat> beef foie. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's why I won't I won't order hamburgers rare or medium rare because it's it's the dregs of the butcher shop that they kind of grind up later. But will you eat bologna? I love bologna. It's cooked like it's like one of the purest, cleanest hot dogs too. Like there's nothing in there left to hurt you. Are you they, they sure? They mix in food coloring and bleach. Everything and chemicals. That everyone's ever told me is that that shit is bad for you. There was that guy on Dave <clears throat> Letterman who was like 82 or remember he was like 85 years old. I think he died at like mm -hmm. 90 something and he'd only ever eaten hot dogs his entire life. No mustard, no ketchup. Remember seeing that guy on there? Does that sound like a good life? Don't judge him. <laughs> you don't know his life just because he just eats the one thing. It's what he wanted or what he likes. He might have had some kind of weird early form of Crohn's, you know, where he found that he got sick no matter what he ate. And he basically just had to eat hot dogs and it kept him alive, so... You can't really judge people for that, you know? Maybe gluten was his problem. Maybe. John. <laughs> I just, I feel like I've been told that, like, things like bologna and... and okay. They're for, fatty, and they have high amounts of fat and salt. For me... Yes. Things like that gave me the gout. Sure. So I had... Because they have a lot of salt and fat in them. And then, whatever, the salt, the fat, the well, nitrates... That's what, that's what gout, yeah, that's what gets you. It's so... Really rich, fatty things. <clears throat> I had to remove that entirely, because mm -hmm. it wouldn't... It got to the point where it wasn't even taking that much... Especially with like the forced meats and the, the cured meats. It was mostly my problem was salami. Yeah, because they have really high fat content. Because right. fat is flavor, my friend. And yeah, that's... So bologna, is, it is just a pancake? It's a Well, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a cross section of a giant hot dog. Pancake implies that it's a batter when you slop it down and cook it. I mean, if it's if it was a, in its raw, like goop globular form, okay. and you were to throw it into a <clears throat> searing hot saute pan and make a disgusting pancake out of it then you could call it a meat pancake <laughs> but it's only a pancake wait so if you cook it in a pan if you cook it in a pan and, and you it, cook it and, and it, yeah and pancake it, implies the, sh the shape not the process the process and the shape i think it's it's a it's a whole bunch of things because what? you have pancake batter which can yes. also be waffle batter the batter eh, waffle batter has a little bit more sugar in it and it, i think it has more egg as well they set up differently and it expands a lot differently but the people always say flat as a pancake. Nobody ever says cooked in the pan like a pancake. They're, they, no, because they, they're they, implying the shape of, of being flat. They're saying, they don't say flat as a waffle, because that the, would be dumb, wouldn't it? The general way that the word is used... <laughs> they don't say flat as bologna either. Is, There's well, a lot of flat things you can compare things to. Is flat as a pancake. Right, because they're just noting the one thing about the pancake. They don't say as rich as a pancake, as buttery as a pancake. I mean, you could. You could say a lot of things about that pancake. But yeah, cooked in a pan like a pancake. I mean, a flapjack is a pancake, right? 
flip, flip them like a flapjack. They do say that, don't they? They talk about flipping them, yes. Yes. Okay. So, yes, it can be flat as a pancake, and yes, it can be flipped like a flapjack, but... It doesn't mean it's bologna's not a pancake don't because waffle it, it too was... much, buddy. Hey. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, it's, I'm just I'm imagining the giant hot dog that is the bologna yeah, at the yeah, butcher, like, and then they slice it. Well, you it. can get it like you can get pre-sliced like bologna. Like if you get it at the butcher shop, like unsliced, like they'll get it out and slice it, you know, to order. I feel like I've had that, and I've had to slice it myself as a kid, and like you make yeah. the jagged they have ass olive loaves, and like yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's not a fun situation. It's like bread. Like they mm-hmm. they slice that for us now. Like we've right. we've already crossed that off our list of shit to do. Right. Um. So, <clears throat> I read that Betty White is older than sliced bread. She is. That's awesome. She is. Oh, I shouldn't have said her name. 2020 hasn't taken her away yet. No, not yet. I think yet. she's going to make it. She'll make it. I hope so. Yeah. She's a fucking national treasure. <laughs> and she was hot. So, do you have any, speaking of hot, do you have any hot takes on the, uh, on the election? Is your, has your outlook on the future your I dystopian think new, outlook on the future. Our new uh, vice president, I think, is hotter than the current first lady. I guess she'd be the <laughs> third lady, but whatever lady she is. The current first lady. She's a third lady. Isn't she his third wife? She is his third wife. She is the first lady of the United States of America. Why does she get that title? Because everybody who is married to the president gets that title regardless. But aren't they usually the first lady? The first lady of the United States. Right, but she's the third one. It's a title outside of her title as in the marriage i don't know i think we need to revisit this i don't i don't i don't uh, <laughs> you I don't, don't disagree you, you, you don't disagree yeah. or you disagree i don't disagree you sound no. like you're getting your hackles up a little bit well no you i just defend no i'm just saying it's the title of the job sure it's not the t- it's not the position of her well like the best man marriage used to be like the guy who would like help you kidnap or he would kidnap the wife what there was like the the way the the, the name best man this came is, from no because there was this old tradition of kidnapping the bride on her on her wedding night or something and the best man was the guy who'd like help you get her back who was kidnapping the bride i don't know and so somebody would kidnap my bride and i would have to call you in and you were my best man because you would help me i would get her back for you or something like that or maybe i was the one who's stealing her i don't remember look it up so you were just you have the same google my phone i do <laughs> you were just spewing I, there's so much information like yes. literally all of the world's information is in there I can't remember every detail of it. I feel like we need some sort of benevolent AI to stop the flow of information and give us just what is actually true that's a terrible 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 idea benevolent yeah yes. how do you program benevolence I don't know it and, must be and possible keep it from being malevolent if you can if, if we are concerned about malevolence why can't the the converse be true but I mean you think there's a new movie out coming out that's kind of like that where the the ai wants to kill everybody but he's not sure so he's going to talk to this house lady like there's a housewife and he's like no no i'm going to blow up all of humanity if if you don't convince me that there's this is worth saving or something so he's kind of malevolent hmm. because he he's concerned about our being good mm-hmm. and maybe we're not and if we're not then the right thing to do would be to kill us all that's well, then be that's good. malevolent right i yeah or is that benevolent? Benevolent. I'm just saying because is... what he wants to do is good, like Halvac, the the old uh, Isaac Asimov story. Oh. Um, well, it was um, Isaac Asimov did most of the groundwork for like our, our science fiction stuff, where you see things like mm-hmm. AI with uh, Will Smith. You see that one, where the yeah. robots, I so, Robot, I Robot. So that was. Um, and also AI, like a lot of those things, where the the three laws of robotics, you know, that they can't hurt. 
uh, any human being or through inaction or action or whatever, and they can't harm themselves uh, through the same, as long as it doesn't conflict with the first law. And then the third one is they always have to obey us as long as it doesn't conflict with the second two or the first two laws. Okay. So, but what ultimately <clears throat> happens is Halvac is this old, it's like from the 40s or something. I don't know when the hell this story was written, but basically the machine's taken over. And Halvac has every aspect of our life pinned down, and we have no control or say in how we live. But it's done this to save us from ourselves. And that's what you're suggesting right now, which is. No, I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying we have too much information and we have access to too much information, I think. We don't need access, nor does one human being need all this access. I disagree. And I think that if there was a benevolent AI who could filter the truth in a way. Okay, I think what you're looking for are schools that filter the information and teach you how to learn. What we need to do is spend more money on our on less money on planes and bombs and missiles, like twenty six mm-hmm. million dollar missiles, and more money on schools and teachers and teaching kids how to learn and you how to look up things that are important. Okay. Because I mean, at this point, at this stage of my life, yeah, I'm I'm in quarantine. I'm sitting on my phone, googling whatever weird shit pops into my head, and I end up, you know, learning some half truths about, you know. Constantinople or, you know, brain chemistry or whatever the fuck, you know, strikes my fancy. So in that respect, yes, we have access to too much information. But if there was a schooling situation where I have I had a regular teacher who's like, okay, we're going to talk about this today. Mm-hmm. Raise your hands if you'd like to learn about the brain. And you know, everyone raises their hands and you learn about the brain today. Got it. But, but to so, say that some <clears throat> weird AI should be monitoring or filtrating... Our information is a really, really, really bad idea. That's some dark, slippery slopes. It's just a thought. I no. mean, I don't have... Well, put it out of your mind. <laughs> don't Who are give... you to tell me don't... what to think? <laughs> Do I am think... your robot overlord. Do you <laughs> You're <think> welcome. <laughs> has your view, since the presidential election and since Joe Biden has won, has your view dystopian view of the future changed at all? Do you see any glimmer of hope? Did he win? Ah, see? Well, yes, he did. Let's Yeah, he did. Yes. He did. <laughs> that's that's Um, I have I have lots of issues and concerns with both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, but yeah. well, I know Bernie Sanders but... behind them 100% at this point. Yeah. You know. Um, but do you has it changed your view of the future? I know we've talked in the past about or uh, are we it still... seems a little bit brighter. I feel a little less hopeless. Like every yeah. time I see the president of the United States, mm-hmm. he, it used to mean something when, when the president would speak. You would stop. You would, everyone would stop and say, hang on, the president is talking. And you would stop at work or at school, whatever you're doing, you turn up right. your radios, you turn on your TVs, you turn on your phones or whatever the fuck it is, and you would listen to what the president's going to say. In the last four years, he has trained us to do exactly the opposite. I turn shit off. If he's speaking or if he's tweeting or if somebody brings him up in conversation and says, oh, did you read what the president just tweeted? Like that sentence is exhausting on so many <laughs> levels. And it sickens me that he's done this to not just this country, but to that seat, to that chair. He's emptied that chair. He's filled it with fucking bullshit. And it's sad that it's a straw fucking chair now. It used to look comfy. We all used to want to be the president. And now it's like, well... Literally anyone can. Right? We've we've proven that. That's that was there's a quote from uh one of my favorite um 
lawyers from I think the early early twentieth century, um, late nineteenth century, Clarence Darrow. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this man? Mm-mm. So uh, he was not. He was fucking shifty as hell. But he he won a lot of cases and he did a lot of stuff. But he would say, I think the quote was, um, you know. Fuck, it was something to the, to the effect of like... You're going to leave us hanging with all that? <laughs> After all that? Well, I want to tell you one story. Well, I want to tell you one story about Clarence Darrow. But um, like, so he basically, there was a, he was defending a man who was accused, uh, or defending a woman who was accused of poisoning her husband. Her husband was dead, died after eating or whatever. And Clarence Darrow said, if this is poison... If this is the poison, could I just chug it right now? And he drank it in court and they let her off because he didn't die. Now, what nobody knew is that um, he had an ambulance out around back and they pumped his stomach so that they could get everything out and the poison out. (laughs) But he won the case. (laughs) But he said basically, it was basically anyone can become president. And I can't remember. Now I wish I'm blanking How do you connect the two things? That's totally insane. Well, I'm just saying is he was he was he was a funny guy. He said a lot of funny things, and now I can't remember the funny quote. But you know, he sounds like he was a little unhinged. So I imagine that yeah, most um, things would come out of his mouth are pretty pretty entertaining. About being, um, I like his style, but, but fuck, something about, I wouldn't invite him to my house. No, anybody. Hey, anybody drink this. No, it's fine. I got an ambulance around back. <laughs> no, Clarence. Who invited Clarence? Can we get this guy out of here? Anybody can be president. So yes, you're right. It's it's ridiculous. But it does feel slightly more hopeful. Yes, now that he's out. But he's not out. He won't leave. They're going to have to physically drag him out, which mm-hmm. uh, I hope they get a lot of video of that. Yeah. The move. The move. Yeah. How much stuff do you move in? I mean, he, he doesn't seem it's the furnished, kind of guy. Well, yeah, I would assume so. I, he doesn't seem like the type of guy who's like, I need to get my boxes of stuff. No, I mean, but he's <laughs> he's mostly been staying at the Trump Tower, hasn't he? No, he's been at the White House oh, that's or his wife. Mar-a-Lago. His wife and family have been staying in New York. Yeah. With um, the Secret Service. Yeah. Taking up rooms and millions of dollars and going into Trump's pocket. So, and yeah. He's... Speaking of trash pate. <laughs> Speaking of trash pate. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice segue. Are we going to well, talk about this bread tasting? Well, I do want to talk about the bread and butter tasting. Because um, we talked about it not, we said next week and then we didn't do anything next week. We didn't. So we were gonna. We did some. We made some butter. We made butter. We taught Johnny how to make butter. We got some nice video footage. Yes, I'm gonna put together a video, maybe in parts or something. I don't know what yet. Turned out really good. Except um, for the salt, we forgot salt. We forgot the salt, but still, it wasn't. It was very good. So we did one. You see the consistency? Like it's. It just mm -hmm. tastes like butter. It spreads and it's. Herbs. One was an herb butter. Yeah. Or we call it a maitre d'. No, because that's French word. But I would just say Italian herb butter. So what is hotel maitre d'? Butter. Maitre de Hotel Butter is a very specific recipe, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. Okay. It, it's probably just like tarragon or some shit. I think it's no. probably just tarragon and butter. Move your mic to the other side of your... You move your, your mic. I'm, I've got it right down the middle. Yeah, I'm not doing that to my t-shirt, though. That's messed up. I mean, you just put it on the other side of your... I want to crunch it. Can you I hear know, all it's this? a precious t-shirt. I'm sure you're very... No, I like my t-shirts. I'm sorry if you have issues with yours. I just want... I feel like that's too close to my face. Yeah, you want it to be on the other side. I was on the other side. You just said to move it to the other no, side. You, uh, never mind. What do you want? Walter doesn't want to crush his fresh t-shirt. I'm not going to crush my t-shirt. Oh. It's bad enough when a girl borrows them, and then, you know, you get these, you know, stretch marks in the front. Oh, it's, what a... It's a tough life. 
So yes, the butter was good. We made the orange butter, mm-hmm. which I think could have used a little, like, it would have been cool to put a little sweetness in it, a little honey or something. Yeah. But you have to do that in the beginning of the in process. The, yes, while you're mixing it. And I, and I don't like that. I don't like sugar in my things. I like, no. like, um, what is that? The, uh, the Uncle Val's martini where you just shake it up with like a little bit of lillet in there and then do a, a lemon zest. Mm-hmm. surface no sugar but it just tastes like a really delightful little lemon drop it's well i think you could put like not overly sweet so like when i make my coffee mm-hmm. i put a little bit of sweetener in the top it doesn't make the coffee super sweet it just cuts if i put the right amount if i measure it properly it just cuts on the bitterness and that's mm-hmm. why i think when you have that sort of citrusy acidic orange flavor I think next time a what I would like to do is just nice. just do like with a channel knife, just pull the zest out, mm-hmm. like how the zest was coming off of there, but then pull out the actual rind. Right. You know, so it's just the oil, just the orange essence. So throw the whole thing in, peel the orange, throw it in, shake it up. No. no. What? No, I'm saying like use a channel knife to get that, that zest that off the surface. Oh, but not leave the peel. But not Got leave it. the peel. Got it. So the butter was good. Thank you. Yeah, I like Ciabatta that. was delicious. I don't usually eat a lot of bread so it's always nice to have some bread i forgot about that no i should have brought not. another vehicle i'm sorry you do please do not apologize i enjoyed it immensely i might oh you don't get it you're, it's like a cigarette like you don't buy them anymore yes exactly but... <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, exactly. you quit meaning you don't buy them anymore but i don't buy it anymore but I'm, i think i'm I... more than happy to to smoke them <laughs> yes if they come if they come in if my bread vicinity, is offered to me yeah yes right. i remember that some. conversation so i mean i think okay. i got a loaf of sourdough because i had something or i was making some recipe or something but yes uh, I, I I enjoy bread when it comes along. Bread's great. Bread is pretty you sound great. It's like a spider. Um, I what? enjoy it when it comes along. I do. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> so speaking of, hello. Um, Did that pick up on the mic? So I found this thing. So there is a company called Perfect Day, and they are making animal-free dairy. Hmm. This is not oat milk. This is not soy milk. This is not hemp milk. They are taking them. So, and right now they're, they're I think they're making ice cream because that's the, the banana milk thing. turned out really good. I don't know if you saw that. But... I did actually. It's oh, on you, the Instagram. Yeah, yes, sent you sent it to, to me. Go um, on. Sorry. So they are taking spiders. Spiders? No, no spiders. <laughs> Spider milk. They're taking cow proteins. So they're taking the whey and the casein in milk proteins. Okay. That and they're getting those proteins out of things like the hair of the cow. Um, this is how, and then they're growing them inside microfauna, inside mushrooms. Fucking what? So it's what? actually milk protein, but it's not grown inside of a mushroom. There's no lactose. There's no. It's the keratin cell, casein and whey. That's all I know. That's what I. Well, that's like, what what on you, the website. okay, casein. I have to look that up because, like, I mean, what the fuck, man. So you don't have to milk a cow, you don't have to feed a cow, you don't have to clean up after a cow, there's no methane from the cow, and it just goes right in. They're going to have butter coming out next year, they're going to be making milk, they're going to be, they made ice cream. So Um, so so it's it's not cow, I mean, it does require the existence of a cow. It does. When the cows are extinct, not if, when. Well, and in fact, they already have these things, they have saved these, these... These cells Cellular structures, in, yeah. In bi- they just took them out of laboratories. They didn't even need to go to the field. So they already had them. They already had and, them, and and in such quantities that they're going into production. Yeah, 
So they're making gallons and gallons of this stuff. Of ice cream, and they're going to be making butter and other things and cheese next uh, year. Where is all this cow hair coming from? <laughs> they, well, they've already, they're cellular, so we're talking cells. Sure, but it's just like the, the follicle is the only place there's actually any cell, right? I don't know. It's not just like they trim the cow and like every single piece of that. I no. Mean, no, because that's just pure keratin. So they have to take the follicle. Right. And they're extracting something from the follicle and the hair. Mm-hmm. The protein. Which means they're pulling the hair out of the cow. So you can't tell me the cows enjoyed that. Again? And they've only done it a couple times. So they do it one time, and now they, they can just mass produce this thing? I think so. I think they, they can I just clone so. it after I that? Think so. they, just, they only need one. I think so. I was picturing like a little mushroom. like a bu- I'm picturing a button mushroom with like little cow hairs just sticking out of them. I think so. So now you can make all this stuff, and you don't have to have... You don't have to have a cow. You don't have to have, you don't have to feed them. You don't have to clean their shit up. You don't have to milk them. You don't have to mass produce. You don't have to pump them full of hormones to create. And it's, it's <clears throat> right. But there's no lactose. So where's the fun? <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> I'm saying as far as an alternative to, you know, like the problem uh, I see. I'm going to need to see like some kind of like a, a, a YouTube, like, you know, like how they, how it's made, you know, like how they make crayons kind of thing. I'm going to need to see, like, how they make this thing. I'll send it to before you. Before I just determine that it's safe for me to attempt to ingest. And then I'm going to have to taste it. Sure. And I drink, like, gallons. I drink, I drink about a gallon of milk a week. Jesus Christ, Walter. Whole milk. I don't think that's good. Why? I feel good about it. <laughs> I don't know. Fine, if it's good for you. I'm saying is that I don't, I really, I feel like... I'm not against meat, but it's the factory farming in I this country. I don't like the way those that... cows are treated, but... So what if you could get your milk and you wouldn't have to treat have a cow it poorly yeah. at all? I right? mean, I think yes. that's great. I think that's great. But I really, I mean, growing a hair follicle in a mushroom seems dubious at best. Like, is it real? It's... I mean... The brave new world, Walter. I know. And, and making... I mean, I, I'm all about science. And I'm the first one that's like, people are like, oh, how do you know that much about the sun? I'm like, well, because we've been studying. And like, yeah, but how do, you, how do you know? You know, like, because people don't know stuff and they don't understand that people do know things. Mm-hmm. So I get why my chagrin, my audacity, my skepticism, skepticism is perhaps misplaced. But it just sounds... Really, kind of far. Yeah, I was surprised too. And does it keep? Because if there's no lactose, like, what's is it going to go bad? Like, if it's it, all brand new, I don't know. If I there's mean, nothing in it, I think they were doing. The shelf life? I think they were doing ice cream first because they were they can freeze it. I don't know. I don't know. This is all brand new to me. I just found this out literally. Well, yesterday. ice cream is mostly eggs. Are we solving the egg problem? Well, we don't use eggs at the restaurant I work at. There's the, to the make ice, cream. ice cream. No, because there's certain rules. There's health codes about eggs and ice cream in california and what? so if you just make it without it then you get around that and people love our ice cream you can't make ice cream without eggs we sell a lot of it i understand that but what's in it cream sugar but that's not how you make ice cream well I, i'm i don't know uh we sell a lot of it i'm gonna bring you some gelato no I'm going to bring you some. You're going to love it. What do you like? Do you like peanut butter? Chocolate? You're maybe more like a vanilla maple bourbon kind of guy. You're angry. Um, no. <clears throat> I'm going to bring you some. Vanilla. I'll bring you the vanilla. 
Oh my God, the Valley Ford Creamery. Have you been up there? Not yet. Their chocolate no. ice cream is really good too. They make yeah. a soft serve. So this place will make is going to be making milk and cheese and dairy products from animal proteins without the animal. Good. I think so. I mean, if we can get it right and if we can is get it, it right. safe in the long term, I mean, if we start developing new types of cancers and weird ass fucking, you know, it's like, oh, where did Crohn's come from? You know, like where, mm-hmm. where are these weird new diseases coming from? Because mm-hmm. we're changing our diets and we're making food out of new weird things now. Which is good, but right. I mean, for what ten thousand years we've been eating chickens and cows, so yeah. I I hear you. I I'm just I am looking forward to the idea that we can get away from the mess of factory farming. Do they have still... a heavy cream that I could turn into butter? That's my question. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this. If they can make ice cream, then they should be able to make butter, right? Yes. Even though the two are not even related because there's so many eggs in ice cream well i can't tell you why not i i don't know how they make the ice cream i there's an ice well, cream go machine. find out they put oh, it's cream. a machine it's magic I yes get it. um yeah. yeah so here's 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 what they say the magic of milk our journey started with a simple question what makes milk milk if we could figure out the key ingredients get milk it's amazing <laughs> nutrition and ability to turn in so many delicious products we we discovered that milk proteins, whey and casein, are the secret. These complex molecules are perfectly structured to deliver creamy, melty, silky, dairy deliciousness. All the protein in nature are encoded by specific sequences of DNA called genes. That's easy enough. Amazingly, every living creature on Earth can understand the same uh, can understand the same genetic code. So, to create an animal-free version of milk proteins, we simply had to introduce the cow genes to an organism other than a cow. The actual cow genes are possible to obtain non-invasively. From hairs or even a cheek swab. Okay. For us, it was even easier. The genes are already cataloged in free scientific so databases. Would this not count as a genetically modified organism? Possibly. So the whole GMO thing, the people who are like, save the animals, save the whales, mm-hmm. are anti GMO, right? Yes. But that's exactly what this is. I mean, you're going to have some interesting. Where on the fence are they? I don't know where they are. I haven't spoken to them. I'm more of a practical person mm-hmm. when it comes to this. I think this is well, a good like the step GMO in the right people direction. Are all, they're all up in arms about things like they were mixing tomatoes with frog DNA. For the, I thought uh, it was so, fish. Frog. Okay. Amphibian. Okay. Because they were making the tomatoes, they could ship across the country, they were more durable. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I but, don't know. Uh, to maximize the amount of protein, so they put it in... Microflora, a microorganism such as bacteria, yeast, or in our case, fungus, fungi. Uh, the protein we can produce and sustainable process. We grow our flora in large tanks at the optimal temperature, pH, and salinity by following the strict cleaning regimen for our tanks and ensuring the closed system, <coughs> isolated outside world, we can ensure making the purest, softest milk proteins in the world. So they're doing it. <clears throat> they're doing it right now. Uncompromised taste, they say. So we can all continue to enjoy the foods we've loved. You need a haircut. I don't think so. I'm not getting one. I told you that. So look at that. That's a glass of milk. That is a glass of milk. I don't think that's their milk. I think that's... Animal-free dairy. It's here. I'm telling you. Where? When you oh, say, there you go. When you say the word here, where is here exactly? I'm going to find out for you. Is it at Whole Foods? Can I go pick it up right now? <laughs> 
I think Whole Foods is closed, so unfortunately not. It's only 10 o'clock. It's not <clears> even They close o'clock. at night. <clears throat> so, another thing in, in other... You got more. Well, I mean, you don't... I'm going to find some and we're going to try it. God, it's pouring out there. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close that door. Okay. Pardon me for just a second. I'll just talk amongst myself. If you could, please. I don't know about this milk thing, man. It's a bunch of <coughs> malarkey. Is it malarkey? It sounds like it. You're not involved in this conversation. This is just me. <laughs> so, interrupt. One other thing that people are starting to do is... So we've talked about Beyond Burger, Impossible Burgers, the plant-based burgers. Mm-hmm. They're now going to be offering a blend. So oh. like you can get part beef and part plant-based what? like ground beef burgers. <laughs> uh, like a half-calf? Exactly, like a half-calf. <laughs> it's exactly but, right. This, so this is for calf burger. is an animal. Yes. The calf is the baby. Yes, the half-calf. That's good. Nah. That's good. You should... Uh, Half calf. Should I get a podcast? Do you think that's good? I like that. <laughs> oh, what do you man. think about that? I think that that's. I mean, some of those burgers. Was it the not the Boca? It was the Sunflower Burger. Mm-hmm. That's different. But they, yeah. yeah, but they had it at uh, People's Pub. Mm-hmm. But it was really good with bacon and cheese on it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're not. It's not a bad patty. Oh, also the um, there was a black bean burger mm-hmm. that somebody had somewhere. I think we had it at the Blue Grotto Bistro up right. on Capitol Hill. And again, bacon and cheese on that thing, and it, but they're tasty little sandwiches. Well, bacon I mean, and cheese like, make anything. Taste I mean, good. I like granola bars. You know, like I don't just eat granola bars, but I like granola bars, and they're better with chocolate and peanut butter in them. I think again, this is for people who are trying to eat less meat. And sure. You still want to have a burger, and you want the flavor of a burger. You don't want a Boca burger. You don't want a bean. And the Impossible Burger is burger. bullshit. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. It doesn't taste impossible. It tastes like bullshit. <laughs> And that's fine. I'm yes. <clears throat> so it did not trick me into thinking I was eating a hamburger. And I feel if you need to be tricked, then then your heart's not in it anyway. But the in the bowl in Seattle, and I know I feel like I brought that place up every single podcast. Yes, at least once. You need to get out more. Well, I need to get to Seattle more. But do you? I do. You don't get there enough. I don't. Yeah. I miss Seattle. I do. Bobby, you can go stand out in the rain if you want. <laughs> no, but it's about the food. Seattle's all about the mm. food, baby. But yeah, that in the bowl, man. So many good places. Or so many good things there. Mm. Fake meat. Fake meat. But I ate meat too, so I, I liked meat. Right. But I like that's why I liked going there is because the duck tasted like duck. Right. You know. I just think this is potentially something good for people. What, the half burger, the half the calf? Half, the half calf, yeah. yes. I think the half calf is a way so that people can try something and they don't have to feel like they're... What's the term? It's like a gate. It's a gateway... It's a gateway drug, <laughs> yes. It's a gateway Well, basically, burger. because I don't think the factory farming, which is where all these fucking coronavirus outbreaks are happening... That's like just because the workers are exposed to each other. I understand, but why are they... They're being forced to, to do this work in bad situations... It's all fucked if up. If America really loved books as much as they loved hamburgers, mm-hmm. then all the librarians would be getting coronavirus right now because they'd be in tiny little fucking libraries stuck together with each other, breathing each other's air. That's all it is. Anyhow, I... I you think the beef has something to do with the coronavirus? No, That's I think insane. this... I it's think, bat meat. I don't think... Started. I don't think the beef... I think factory farming in general is bad in so many ways. Factories are bad. Factories... Yeah, the factory blame farming. Henry Ford. 
I think you're missing the point. But well, he invented like the the uh, the assembly line. I understand that. Okay. I'm saying if we can get away from it even a little bit. It's yeah. A good well, we made step. robots, and it they didn't they don't stop making cars. They just have robots making the cars on the assembly line in the factory. So we could automate factories so that they don't require any people. And then what would you like to do for your job? Universal basic income. Like we all just walk around eating and being happy all the time? Yes. Well, the overlords won't let that happen. Trump will never let that happen. Well, it's a good thing he's not president anymore. Because if you're not stepping on someone's neck, you're not having a good time. I don't think that needs that doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. We've, we've, it hasn't needed to be for decades, if not a hundred years. If not thousands of yeah. years. We haven't really required slavery. We just like it. A millennia, yeah. On every level. Mm-hmm. It's a nice Adidas sweater, by the way. Thank you. Made are by, they <laughs> made by slaves in china yeah sh- whatever i'm just saying we can't know. get away from it like, we can't get away from it we say that we don't have right. slavery but we do and every right. every shoe that you wear every sock every mm-hmm. cheap if you pay less than a hundred dollars for a sock a machine made it or a tiny little brown person with a I chain hear. around their neck you know like it's not it's i not a pretty you. happy world we live in it could be i understand we have the technology I just think there are these small strides in the way that people eat and everybody eats and it might be helpful to some people to get away from the large factories that continue to make No, I think food. I think what this no? is pandering to a type of personality. You that, think I'm pandering? No, not you. I think the people making the half-calf burger. Mm-hmm. The half burger, half fucking asshole burger. Mm-hmm. It's just another level of asshole that you've created. Not you. I'm saying that yes. they have created it's another like, oh, but I want a half calf. Like, yeah, the bitch just wants half the amount of caffeine, but some caffeine, right? How about if you just have a glass of water or a steamed milk? Do you really need any caffeine? You're clearly already a bitch. Like, yes, and those people are always going to exist. Decaffeinated coffee, yes, and they're perpetuating that by offering half the amount of beef. I'm sorry, what's the ratio exactly? Really? Could I get a double patty with half calf on one side and a whole patty on the other? Actually, I want a triple patty with a no beef on one patty, beef on the other patty, and then a half calf beef on the middle patty. Like, this is this is the people that you're creating. They're not nice, good people. These are people you want to see ground up and fed to the poor. So, I know you have to leave soon. <laughs> I always have to go And speaking somewhere. of you know, boar and, and feasting and stuff like that. I know that Thanksgiving is right around the corner and we've discussed Thanksgiving before on this on we this have. show. We have. And your frustration with people messing up the green bean casserole. Um, green bean casserole is not part of Thanksgiving. Well, there you go. Um, one thing that is happening is that We're they not- are shipping the turkey farms are shipping smaller birds to because they're trying to help encourage people to have smaller gatherings at Thanksgiving. You know, because of the coronavirus, we're not supposed to be traveling. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> so it's this thing. Um, oh, man. So they're going to be buying two turkeys. <laughs> that's all they're going to do. I guess. I don't know. But that's part of what they're doing. Is you they're... can't stop Americans from being assholes. Are you going home for Thanksgiving? No, I'm working. I always yeah. work. I work holidays. You're working this Thanksgiving? Always. I always okay. have, always will. Is it going to have mashed potatoes and gravy? And turkey, God willing. They're going to be small this year. I doubt that. Well, 
That's I think the I... hotel I work at is going <laughs> to buy enough small turkeys that it's not going to really matter yeah. how many they butcher. I just thought it was interesting that they were... And I know. That I is just... a funny That is a funny development. I just... I, I, I'm interested to see... What's that? Um, it's a it's an interesting uh, it's a brave move, Cotton. Let's, let's see. Is that from Dodgeball? I don't know. Yes, it's a meme of uh, Jason. Brave move, Cotton. <laughs> let's see, see how this works, works out, out for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, not Jason Statham. Jason Bateman in Dodgeball. Yeah, he was the movie Dodgeball. Know, just, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen for Thanksgiving. People should just stay the fuck home. Well, that's literally where Thanksgiving happens. So I'm just saying you should travel. Home. No, yeah, when there shouldn't you? You know, the idea is don't congregate with more than one person. Or the problem two is people. none of these little bastards know how to cook a turkey, so they have to go to moms or they have to go to grandmas because they don't know how to make any of this shit. And the messed up thing is Tasha actually called me. You know, we've brought her up a few times. Mm-hmm. She calls me up. She's going to be cooking the turkey for Friendsgiving, which is mm-hmm. I guess is this weekend for them. She's like, "How do you cook a turkey?" I'm like. There's a red button on it. <laughs> you put it in the oven until the red button pops out. It's That's like, it. It's, it's by weight. It's like, okay, it's a four-pound turkey. You put it in there at 350, 375 for X amount of hours, mm-hmm. and the red button pops out. So it's fine. So you think you think home economics should be part of that education? It was part of mine. Didn't you go to home ec? I did, but I don't remember the being in like a kitchen. Really? Nobody, no. Oh man, that's my that's one of my <laughs> my first shoplifting stories. My only shoplifting story. Your only? My only time I've ever shoplifted in my entire life. I swear, hand to God. You want to hear it, or do we have time? Let's yeah, tune we in next week. Oh yeah, tune in next week, and you'll tell us. About and I'll tell you about my shoplifting All experience. Right. That's a perfect time. We're gonna end it right here. <laughs> Let's end it. Tune in next week to hear <laughs> Walter's John. one and only shoplifting story. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.